0: You're listening to a Trav Market Media Podcast. Questions, comments, collaboration ideas? Contact us at podcasts at travmarketmedia.com. Again, that's podcasts with an S at travmarketmedia.com. Hi, it's Megan, host of Travel Radio Podcast, a proud member of the Trav Market Media Podcast Network. Would you take a moment now to like subscribe and review the podcast you can also reach me at info at travelradiopodcast.com or you could reach the network at travmarketmedia.com travel professional or aspiring professional traveler i'm so thankful you tuned in now let's dig into where our ears will travel today Hello and welcome to Travel Radio Podcast. I am your host, Megan Chappa, And in addition to hosting this podcast, I am also the network producer for the Trav Market Media network of podcasts that can be found at travelmarketmedia.com. And the reason I say that specifically at the beginning of this podcast is because we are now nine. We are that perfect Brady Bunch Square and uh Nikita Brown rounds us out. So today on the program is Nikita Brown, um, host of the Travel Lab. So Nikita, welcome. Congratulations. Thank you for joining us. And would you please introduce yourself?
1: Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be rounding out that lovely square of nine. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be a part of the network. There are some great pod- podcasts on the network already, and it is an honor to be among all of you. So Yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, the goal of, of
0: the podcast network was to provide resources and kind of provide a pod, you know, a series of podcasts that would cover the bases of what the modern travel professional needs. And of course we're going to get uh, non-travel professionals, but everyone's welcome. Uh, So what we lacked and what I'm so thankful that you are joining us to do is, um, you're an expert on social media and You know, I I have periods of being good and periods of being terrible, and I'm in one of those periods where I haven't been posting regularly, but I did do a Facebook Live or two, or not Facebook, Instagram, and it was fun. It was really fun, and people, thankfully, didn't leave me hanging, (laughs) but (laughs) yeah, so I'm just excited to have you and to have your resources because it's so important today. It's a very digital world. Um, and, and to get to your expertise, would you give us a little bit on your background and how you came to work with travel agents? Because I think this is, you know, not, not super, it's kind of new
1: for you. Absolutely. I've only been in the travel industry since ten, 2018. So okay. compared to many of the travel agents I work with, uh, who have been in, the, in this and entrenched in this for decades? It I'm, I'm still a newbie in the travel industry, so I started off my journey as a communications professional. That was my what I studied in school, and that was what I'm qualified to do mm. at communications and public relations. And so, when I graduated school, that was what I jumped into. But of course, the entrepreneurial bug bit very soon after that. And within two months of doing that, I launched my own online publication and. It was focused on creating news, culture, food, and art uh, information about the area that I lived in Mm -hmm. at the time. And it started off with, like, you know, my mom reading it, my friends reading it. Moms are reliable for that. Thank goodness, because that was what was keeping me going for a while there. Was Hello like, moms. Least, Thank you. At, <laughs> <laughs> at least my mom is reading it. So shout out to these supportive moms out there. We appreciate you. Um, and within three years, I was able to scale that up and grow it to over a million monthly reach online. And I was able to do that through grassroots social media strategies. That were basically free because I had zero dollars mm. to start with to run social media ads, to do any sort of marketing. So I took a very grassroots approach to growing that. And then that snowballed into teaching small businesses the same types of strategies that I was using to grow the publication. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, I I studied social media marketing, digital marketing And all of that in school and was executing it in my job. Of course, that was in the corporate world. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing it in, 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 you know, what I do now, which is coaching. So in 2018, some great friends of mine, um, at that point I had quit my full-time job and I was working on the publication full-time. Oh, it's exciting. Yeah. So that was a big, huge leap for me, but I did work my work towards it. Um, and at that point I was a communications manager. I'd worked my way up to a new, uh, a new corporate gig where I was a communications manager and uh, a year and a half in, I decided to leave that job to, Mm. to run the publication full time. And some really good friends of mine who have been content creators in the travel industry for the past decade themselves doing uh, ver- traditional video and virtual reality video for Ooh, some really big travel brands. It's so interesting and so cool what they do. It's awesome. Winged Bell Media, shout out to them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they approached me and they said, hey, um, we actually have some clients, some Caribbean clients, some of the smaller islands, and they could use some help using and doing what you do. We know you know how to roll out content on social media and make it go viral, make it, give it legs and help it to grow and get that grassroots support behind it to get more eyeballs. So can you consult on some of our gigs and help some of our clients do that too? Because we're doing a lot of the content creation, but we need help with the rollout piece of it because we don't want it to just sit there on social media and not get any traction. So of course, I will happily... And then of course I, I moonlit as a wedding and family photographer while I was in university. That was actually my first ever entrepreneurial <laughs> journey or my first entrepreneurial gig. And so some of that work that they were, we were doing allowed me to go to destinations with them and create some of the content because I, I'm good with a camera. So I was able to awesome. get on a plane a few times and go into the destinations with them, which was so much fun. I was like, sign me up. Where's the plane ticket? I'm ready to go. So
0: People that don't how- work in this industry are in the wrong industry. Okay. Let's hold that thought and listen to this quick message from our sponsor.
1: They really are. I don't know what I was doing for five years, but yeah. <laughs> when I finally was like, wait, you'll pay me to, to travel? And sure. Yes. And consult and do all the things I'm good at and also travel? Awesome. I'm ready. So it was a really good segue for me. It was kind of the thing that I didn't know I needed in my life at the time. So that started out. That was how I I got my start in the travel industry. It was sort of like a serendipitous moment where some of my skills were able to come together and just work in the moment and thank goodness for my friends who were like, Hey, we think you'd be good. Come join our team over here. Um, and one of the, in particular, we did a project with Integ and Barbuda and I had an opportunity to work directly with travel agents and on something social media related. We were working on Instagram. And so that was when I got my first little taste of one, working with travel agents, and two, seeing their competency level with social media and where some of the gaps were, some of the areas that they were struggling in with their social media content and their strategy. Mm -hmm. So that was all the way back in 2018, though. And I didn't launch Travel Agent Collective until 2019, late 2019. So it was an idea I had in my head that I parked and didn't have the time for I was like I know we need to do something to give travel agents more clarity on their content and on their strategy but I don't know what it is yet and I'm going to revisit it when I have time so it took me almost a year to finally come back around and revisit the idea and then when I started doing my market research in 2019 in the summer of 2019 it was like an overwhelming onslaught of people who were like, yes, yes, yes. I need this. (laughs) Give it to me right now. I need content. I need content. I need strategy. I want whatever it is you have. And within a couple of months, I was able to grow a Facebook group of over 3000 travel agents who were just like ready and just so excited to tackle social media with, uh, you know, more clarity with a better approach, with better content. So that was how the travel agent collective got launched.
0: Cool. And And that's the website too, correct?
1: Yes. Travelagentcollective.com.
0: Yeah. So everybody can go and sign up. Yeah. It's good stuff. I'm, I'm on the list. So I appreciate it. Um, yeah, and it, you'll be able to see from her website how clean and fresh it is. I really like it. In fact, I was looking at my website today and I tweaked a couple things based on your website. So. Oh, well, I took your
1: ideas. I am. Take all of my ideas. I tell travel agents all the time. I'm like, go to my social media. Just steal all my ideas. That's what they're there for. They're there for inspiration for all of you guys. So,
0: Well, and then let's, okay, Anytime. so speaking of your ideas, let's talk about, um, let's talk about your podcast because you have three episodes out. I listened to them all this morning. I accidentally listened to one twice because I was doing my arts and crafts project. I just queued up and I was covered in hot glue. And so I was like, yeah. It's good stuff. I'll listen to it again. So (laughs) it gives you how long an idea of how long my project took. Too long. But um, you were talking about one thing that stood out to me was that you were talking about, um, and I think it was the most recent episode where you said, take a picture of your Instagram and then take a picture, you know, screenshot uh, of Expedia or some other booking.com or online shopping engine. How does your page look? Does it look like a real human took that picture or was it, you know, a professional photographer that you know, is it or a stock image? Like you're not competing with them. People that are shopping with you, the travel agent, aren't shopping with them. So, um, would you can we just get into that idea a little bit and just storytelling? Absolutely.
1: It's funny because I we I talk all the time with travel agents. We talk every day because I have somebody either my DMs on Facebook or Instagram. So I'm talking strategy every day and I'm seeing travel agents content every single day and soaking it all up and, you know, coming up with ideas on how I can help travel agents better. And one of the things I often get the most resistance on from travel agents is, ooh, but I don't know if I wanna actually talk about myself. Like, Mm -hmm. what? You want me to talk about me (laughs) social media? I just want to talk about the pretty photos and the great destinations. And all of that content is great. But the number one way to stand out above and beyond Expedia and any of these OTAs that you might be competing with is to show yourself and to storytell and to create conversational content that's from your own experiences. So storytelling is so, so important on social media because it is the number one way you can connect. And we, as people who are business owners, we sometimes forget that, oh wait, social media was actually not made for me to market my business. It was made for me to have conversations with my friends and my family and people and to connect with people. We're just so used to using it for our businesses. We've hacked the platform to make it a marketing platform, but that's not its original intent. So we have to remember that Social media is about conversations. It's about connections. It's about that one to one with people. It's not about sell, 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 buy, 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 book now. It's about genuine connections and the travel agents that are getting people coming into their DMs, or emailing or calling them from social media are the ones that understand that very, very, you know, acutely and are executing mm-hmm. content that's building connections with their followers.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, I'll give a shout out to a couple of people that do this really well. One is Joni Wu, who was on the podcast with me recently. Well, I say recently, but that's not true because I was still living in England when that happened. So she, our last episode was on Columbia. It was excellent. If you get, a, if you have interest in Columbia, um, that's a podcast for you. But Joni Wu does excellent social media. Um, you know, also she's gorgeous. Like, So it doesn't, uh, she's not shy, right? And she, she's actually a fantastic dancer. So she's got great moves and she does these adventurous trips. She's always diving into some body of water. I don't know. She's, she's fantastic. And she tells a great story and it's all of her own travel stories and how you can do it. And if you want to contact her, go for it. But she doesn't typically say, you know, contact me for a sale. It's, this is the trip I'm doing, or this is the group I'm planning. And then people just jump into her comments on there. Like, Oh, let me know how to do this or something like that. And then another one is, um, Maddie K. Do you know Maddie K? Matt, Matthew Condrip. He was on my podcast. Um, we talked about Poland and he called me actually from the Dominican Republic and said, can we record? And I said, great. And if you're (laughs) listening and you find yourself in that situation, yes, call me, let's record. It's, (laughs) <laughs> it, it was fun. It was so fun. He's like, you know, you can hear them running the, you know, the margarita machine in the background to make somebody a frozen drink. It was fantastic. Um, that is
1: pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. I want to <laughs> be there I'd so fast. I'd a little jealous listening to that episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but he does a great job, too, and he's always posting where he is and what the situation's like. And he's like, you know, live man on the ground. This is what it's like. And he's selling a ton of Mexico and Dominican Republic. And I say selling, but I mean, like, he, he's the owner of the agency, and his agents are planning these trips. Um, but they've all had firsthand experience. They all went down for three weeks and just lived at the resort because... They were doing such a good job sanitizing and the kids could do online school from there. He said, so why, why not? It's cheaper than my rent. Like he's from Long Island. So, you know, but anyway, yeah, so Maddie Kay and Joni Wu are good examples. If anybody wants to look and see, you'll find, you'll see them in my followers and I'll tag them in the show notes. But, um, yeah, but sorry, let me get back to storytelling. Um, I feel like, you know, especially as things get strung out a little longer, travel professionals are getting a little, Like, I know one guy that I talked to, um, I'm going to interview him soon, but he's just really downhearted about the situation. And I feel like storytelling with our own experiences and our own photographs and reliving some of our trips is, is is both beneficial for, you know, potential clients and people that may want to travel and use our services. But then also it's like refreshing mental health wise for the value of. You know why we do what we do, and just for the value of travel. And so, I think telling our story is twofold. One, it shows your expertise and tells a compelling story. But then also, it refreshes you. Um, and and so, I just want to say, like, you know, the practice of social media is good for maybe your business, but I think it's also good for your mental health. So, you know, I heard a sermon one time where they said you need to preach to yourself when you're downhearted. And so I think telling your travel stories and social media can be a certain refreshing mental health or have a refreshing mental health benefit that I think everyone should be encouraged to do. So, you know, you're accomplishing two goals. You're getting your social media built up but you're also like, you know, preaching to yourself, uplifting, you know, in these uplifting stories and fun events that you've had, or maybe it's misadventures. I don't know. That always happens too, but.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's important to share all of that because people relate and they are, they'll see you as more of a human when you are storytelling. And like you said, the misadventures sometimes can be some of the most engaging content. Like people want to hear about that hilarious time you did this or the time I almost got stuck in Paris because there was a train strike. People enjoy hearing that stuff. Did that happen to you too? It totally (laughs) did. I almost didn't make it to Barcelona. I almost didn't make it out of
0: Austria. No, we were in Germany. Yes, last Christmas. Keep going.
1: want to hear about that stuff it humanizes you but it's also serving a greater purpose in your business because it does establish that authority it shows people that you're well traveled it shows people how what it's like to work with you your process you want to show people versus selling to them all the time and storytelling allows you to do that in so many ways so I love this idea that one it's it's you're checking the box you're showing up on social media consistently but it is kind of therapeutic in a way to be able to reflect on the good stuff because this year has been, it's been a rough year. Let's be honest. It's been a rough year and sometimes you need a little bit of a pick me up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. 2021. Come on, 2021.
1: <laughs> right? I <laughs> mean, two months away. Not that
0: I'm counting, but. Oh my gosh. I know it. Oh, I, I heard this funny podcast today where they were talking about like, what are you going to do for 2021? And they're like, let's not even move to 2021. Let's just get to this weekend. Like, what are you going to do for your Halloween costume? And, the guy, one guy said, I'm just going to wear leggings and a dress top and I will be like any profession, name a profession. Like
1: <laughs> it's not, it's not a lie. It's yeah. definitely not a lie. And that's
0: a snapshot of 2020. There you go.
1: Yeah. Very accurate. When they do the fashion shows, you know, in the future and they're like, this is the, the 2020 fashion. Oh Let's gosh. rewind. That's exactly what it's going <laughs> to
0: look like. It'll be all long hair, unshaved legs and um, like tunic tops or like, oh my gosh, have you seen this thing? You probably have because you're hip and fashionable. Um, the nap dress.
1: No, I actually haven't.
0: I don't know why people going on about this nap dress.
1: It is a, I just Google it right now as we talk on this. Podcast Google, Google the I nap dress. I
0: feel like the nap dress is something that the Victorians knew and that any woman who's ever worn a maxi dress or a maternity gown has no you know an a-line dress with a lot of room to move is comfortable and
1: oh i already have some of those if that's say, what we're talking about i already have some of those that's right i'm like you know what and
0: and for what they are i think that like they're i mean i would probably buy one but i'm like just ah anyway that the nap dress that's probably going to be a and throwback nap
1: dress do you see it? I love it, and if it has pockets, even better because I can store my snacks and things <laughs> in
0: there. I like where really you're going with the snacks, although I don't think that they have pockets. But if they had matching like mommy daughter dresses, I'd be all over that because yeah, I'm one of those people. But that's all right. <laughs> well, let me um, let me ask you some quick tips then um, for you know maybe someone who just today needs one motivational thing, one actionable thing that they can do as they hear this podcast?
1: Uh, That number one thing is to just show up. Even if, you know, 2020 is the year of messy. So if it has taught us anything that people want authenticity now and people crave authenticity, and who are we fooling? We're all at home in our leggings. (laughs) So it's so okay to just show up in your beautiful glory. You don't need to be an Instagram model. You don't need to be uh, somebody in the fitness or fashion industry to show up on social media authentically as yourself. So just show up in all of your messy. Whatever's holding you back, whether it's a feeling of not feeling like you're good enough or feeling like you're not sure what the next steps are, just start by posting.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Just start by posting. Yeah, okay, this is a good tip.
0: I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it today.
1: (laughs) I'm gonna keep an eye on you to see you
0: do. (laughs) I know you will. I'll tag you. Accountability. (laughs) So for people that the the thing that's limiting them is maybe a software for delivering, and then maybe they get a lead, but they don't have an email system in place. I would just want to ask you quickly: what are you know what are your favorite delivery methods for you know maybe someone that wants to schedule things ahead and then you know, if that funnels into some sort of email platform, what are you, what are the things that you could offer to people just as far as your favorites go?
1: Absolutely. So number one, the number one hack to doing social media is pre-scheduling content. Let's be real. If we could not do this, I don't know that I could be as consistent as I am. I post every day, almost every day. And I recommend Mm -hmm. most people post consistently too. So Mm -hmm. if it's two times a week or three times a week or one once a day, stick to something, stick to a plan. But the best way to get consistent is by having some sort of software to help you pre-schedule content. I sit down at the beginning of the month, month, and I plan out my content based on my content pillars or my content themes. So I have seven to to 10 themes that I brainstorm underneath. So, and every single month I repeat the same themes unless something crazy is happening. But they're the same themes I repeat every single month because it makes content creation easy. So one of my themes is behind the scenes. So I come up with five ideas that are going to be behind the scenes posts for me for the month. And then once I've mapped out my... My calendar for the month, I usually throw in any national days or holidays and things like that. Those are easy. So I throw them in first because I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm already winning. I'm already doing, I'm being productive because I can fill in some days really easily. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it really helps. And And if you're
0: using Canva or something, it's like template, insert your name, boom. Yeah,
1: for sure. So then I'm, once I've decided the days I'm going to celebrate for the month and I then map out. The my content pillars. And I pre-schedule my content. I sit down, I write all of my content. I personally use Airtable. I've also used Trello. It is a um, a content management system or a system for stor- storing information. I like Airtable because it's very robust. So what I do is I map out what I'm posting for the month and I put it all in Airtable and I lay it out. It's almost like a, a really... A spreadsheet with a few more like bells and whistles. Mm -hmm. So I lay it all out in Airtable and then I schedule the content out for the month on Facebook and on Instagram. I have a few different areas of social media that I show up in regularly. So I've got my Facebook page, I've got my Instagram page, and I do post Instagram stories every week, but I also have my Facebook group. So for me, having Airtable just helps to compartmentalize each one of them Mm -hmm. to decide where I'm showing up. Some of you maybe just have Facebook or maybe you just have Instagram or both. So I have a a board that just helps me cover where I'm showing up and what I'm saying that day. It helps to give like a bird's eye view of everything going on. So I know that I'm being strategic about what I'm saying for the month and it's not just, oh, I need to post today. I'm just going to, okay. All right. Let's just, we're going to get in Canva. Maybe we'll write something really quickly. I already know at the beginning of the month. Okay. On the 15th, we're talking about the Travel Agent Collective Anniversary, which is coming up. So we, we've oh, great things. And then I've scheduled all my content. Uh, there are two schedulers that I like. I personally use Facebook Creator Studio, which is Facebook's Um, built-in platform for scheduling on Facebook and on Instagram. I also recommend Later.com. It's a great option if you don't like Facebook. Facebook is Facebook, and it is a great schedule. It's a great option, but it's not as streamlined as Later or Buffer or Hootsuite or any of the social media schedulers out there because that's just not what they do, although they have come a long way. So I use Creator Studio. But you can also use something like Later.com. Later, I recommend because it's a good price and you can schedule on Facebook, Instagram and Instagram stories. So it's a great option. I pre-schedule all of my content for the month. And -hmm. and if I need to flip something, if we're two weeks in and I'm like, okay, that, that post is not relevant anymore. I need to switch that or I need to talk about this instead. It's an easy fix for me to go in and just quickly unschedule and put something else in there. So it works very, very well for me in terms of streamlining everything.
0: Yeah, those are good suggestions, and I I have used Facebook Creator. Um, I am a current Hootsuite user, so I do like their platform, although they've changed it a couple times. Uh, But I'm currently locked out because they want to verify it with my British telephone number, and that's not going to happen. So and I mean, try to get someone to help you. Not going to happen. So, um, <laughs> I might be taking you up on one of your other options. And I don't know what's scheduled.
1: <laughs> we'll see if something posts. <laughs> You're just gonna be surprised. Surprise.
0: <laughs> well, those are really good tips. And I mean, if people want more, they can surely pop into the Travel Lab. You can find it's now newly on iTunes and Apple podcasts. It's, I mean, and as far as where we submit all your, it's going to be everywhere. So if you're looking for it, tell Alexa, Hey, pull up the travel lab by Nikita Brown. Um, and everything is also hash, um, marked with the Trav market media, uh, marker. So you can also say pull up the travel market media podcast and it'll be one of those options. Um, and otherwise, um, Nikita, is there anything you want to, include before we get out of here, what events do you have coming up? Do you have any
1: events coming up that
0: people can join you on?
1: I do have a webinar coming up in November. The dates have not been announced yet, but you can keep an eye on travelagentcollective.com. Um, I'm going to be covering and giving you some information on what's working in social on social media in 2020, how to tweak your content to make it to storytell better, to make it more relevant for right now, mm-hmm. and to actually build a following of people who are genuinely engaged and excited to book with you. So, yeah. Yeah. And all this comes down to, you know,
0: be a good, you know, be uh, authentically you, right? Like
1: that's really and truly what it comes down to. It's it is the secret sauce that's not so secret. Although I think sometimes <laughs> people are like, "Really? That's all I have to do?" They kind of give you a side eye. They're like, "That's all I have to do? Are you sure?" I just yeah. have to talk about myself. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's one of the best ways to stand out <laughs> on social media is to approach it with, with showing your own, your own face, first of all, in your feed, but speaking w- from your own experiences and your own expertise. Because at the end of the day, that's why people are working with you, the travel agent, the travel advisor, the travel planner, or whatever your title may be at this time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's why they're working with you. They want your expertise, your insights. And as a service based business, like, I mean, we all, we all buy from the people that we know, right? I have, I have a guy, everyone likes to have a guy for everything, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. An accountant and to be the guy or the girl who's booking their travel, there needs to be a level of intimacy that they don't get with an OTA that they don't get with Expedia, right? So Mm -hmm. in order to do that, your social media needs to be approached from a relationship building standpoint and not just a place where you are putting out marketing content.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you just reminded me when you said, "You know, you just have to talk about yourself." Did Did you see you're you're not in the kid phase of your life? I'm assuming, whereas I am, and I've seen Moana many times.
1: <laughs> Do have you seen this movie? I have seen Moana. Yes,
0: you know the crab. He's so yes. crabulous, and he says, "Are you just trying to get me to talk about myself?" I'd be delighted <laughs> to talk about myself, and then he has a song. So it's "Be the Crab, People." Be the Crab.
1: Be the Crab. And maybe I need to steal that and make a meme out of it. Just to prove a point. <laughs> to <Good. travel> agents. <laughs> You're so shiny,
0: travel agents. You're so shiny. <laughs> well, Nikita, thank you for joining me today. I know it was a little bit last minute. I had a cancellation. I'm glad that you could pop in. And um, I look forward to working with you in some capacity sooner than later. And I'm just very pleased to welcome you to the network. So thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be with you guys, and I can't wait. I'm, I'll probably be back on here at some point, and you'll probably be over on the Travel Lab podcast chatting about something <laughs> at some point.
0: I hope so. Okay. I love talking about creative marketing, so I hope we can get to get together on that somehow. So, wonderful. All right, Nikita, thanks for joining me. This is Megan Chapa of the Travel Ready podcast saying have a great day. Bye-bye. You're listening to a Trav Market Media podcast. Questions, comments, collaboration ideas? Contact us at podcasts at travmarketmedia.com. Again, that's podcasts with an S at travmarketmedia.com.